Hello and welcome to Shooting It, I'm Johnny Orm. And I'm Michael White. And uh, this is the first episode. Um, basically the reason we're doing it is because we have a lot to talk about, about shit. And so we... There's one wall broken. That's one rule, okay, uh, count them down. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, basically it's just going to be me and Michael talking for about uh, 25 minutes or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I hope it, we find it funny, so hopefully you will too. This is this is the first recording, and usually first recordings of podcasts, usually sort of stop and start sort of stuff. Anyone who's done a podcast will know that that's the case, so you have to forgive us for... Any possible awkward moments, or even the stuff I'm saying now, which is clearly absolutely irrelevant. Uh, that's what this podcast is about. Yeah, we're pretty much just getting all that crap out of the way. So, um, oh, wait, something's going on here. Oh, no, it's going to carry on. As I say, stop and starts. <laughs> well, we're getting there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, basically, um, it's going to be us shooting the shit for a while. Um... We were at the uh, terms and conditions of um, putting up a podcast on this one website, and we were told that we weren't allowed to talk about various things, like using things. using obscenities with one of them. Um, Pretty basic one, but then we're not allowed to talk about necrophilia. Bestiality. Probably paedophilia. Well, that's not a good one anyway. Um, no. So yeah, we were just sat there, we were just pissing ourselves. I mean, come on, who the hell in their right mind is going to sit there talking about necrophilia for 25 minutes? I'm sure we could... But we're not allowed to promote illegal things, um, so we can't tell you how to build a gun, no, or a bomb. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much half of our content ripped out, which is why it's only going to be twenty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Michael, you've been away for about a week. You've left me on my lonesome for so long. Um, how do you like being back in Cheltenham? Uh, well, it would have been better if the pub was open. Yeah. Well, what you'll probably find out is we are very, we're regulars at a pub just down the road. Um, we're not allowed to promote either, but we call it the Tavern. Its name is the Tavern. It's a pretty standard name, actually, because pubs are called taverns. So it works. It works. Yeah. And it's not a uh, promotional Exactly. in our usage of the word. Um, so, yeah, the... Uh, it's closed. Yeah. Uh, they'll be open tomorrow. Hopefully, if everything gets sorted. Um but yeah, we, we go in there pretty much every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... It's, uh... Not that we drink a lot every day, it's just something to do. It's like when you watch, um... You can't really judge us for it, because when you watch soaps, you watch EastEnders, you watch Coronation Street, their main talking point is in the pub. And really, our lives in that sense are like a soap. You could say that, uh, but we don't have really crap uh, storylines or awful acting. Well, this podcast may change things. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> we're certainly not looking to win any awards here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, or funding, although we'd really like it. That would be really nice. It would be. Give us money. I'm not sure which company would want to put their advertisements on this podcast. Uh, well, I wonder, but we might find someone. Hey, maybe the tavern will do it. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I idea. Um, so, yeah, as soon as the first one, you'd better probably want to get to know us. Um, I'm Johnny. And yeah, this is Michael, and we um, we're both students at University of Gloucestershire. Um, Second year students. Yeah, who basically just need something to do, so we're doing this. <laughs> it's pretty fun broadcasting things as well. It's it's not such an ego thing; it's just a pleasurable thing. 
sort of like people writing. Writing is quite an egotistical thing. I mean, there has to be a part of a writer. I mean, Johnny does script writing. Oh, almost broke the bottle I'm drinking from. Bad Johnny's boy. a script writer. Now, there has to be a part from script writers, despite what Johnny may say, that is all about the ego. The same thing for journalism. Journalism has to be part of the ego, because people have to have demons in order to finish these projects. I can definitely say there is an element of egotisticalness um, when it comes to screenwriting, because... I don't think it, it's there when you're writing. When you're writing, you're just there in the story and the characters. But when it comes to actually pitching it, uh, which I'm going to be doing tomorrow, by the way, I've just written a 10 minute short script mm -hmm. um, for our narrative film project. And the ego isn't in the writing, it's in the when you come to pitching and you know, see who, how many people are really interested in your idea. You have to stand up in front of the class then. And... Yeah, you've got to. It's, um, everyone's got to do it, I think. Um, or not everyone's got to do it, but people who want to pitch get have to get up. Um, everyone's got to write a script, mm. so we're getting marked on it now. Um, like on our last project, which is a two and a half minute short film, which was evil. Um, I watched one of the films actually. Which one? The King Cone one. Oh, that was a four minute documentary. <laughs> yeah, four minute documentary. I haven't seen yours yet though. Oh, you haven't seen Wired? Okay. Um, this is. Actually, this is quite interesting, because if you're listening to this podcast and you're considering going to the University of Gloucestershire, then you're hearing about stuff from the digital film production course. Yes. Um, no, 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 I haven't seen Wired yet. I'll try and get your copy. Nice. Um, but I've got a like, four-minute copy of our two-minute short film on my four computer. Four-minute copy? Yeah. It kind Unedited. of Unedited? No, it was edited. <laughs> edited to four minutes. Uh, yeah, we... It's going to be half of that. Yeah, I know. Um... But no, for this one, uh, you know, we had for that one, we had everyone had to get up and pitch. Everyone had to write a script, and everyone had to pitch. Yeah. Um, and the, the my idea, like the brief, was you got to write a two and a half minute script with a conversation in it, and that's what I did. I wrote two and a half minutes of people talking, um, which is what I write. I like writing dialogue. I like writing. It's quite a difficult thing to do as well. Actually, it's one of the harder. Because you get people who just completely detach themselves from the world, yeah. don't really go out that often, try writing dialogue, but they can't. This is why I go to the pub, because <laughs> you just get to meet people, you get to talk, and, you know, mm. kind of study what people, how people talk, and, like, kind of different ways of talking. Um, and basically the idea was t two guys in a pub, the one's the barman, one's the other guy, and the the other guy, he just... He's bought a drink and he hates awkward silences, so he tries to talk to the <laughs> barman about, like, the stereotypical barman uh, characters in TV and film and how, like, life does not represent that at all. And, you know, he just tries and tries and tries and tries to talk to this barman and barman's having none of it. Um, and that's pretty much the whole thing. Hmm. Uh, it, I got two votes... <laughs> Two votes. Two people. Uh, yeah, there was like thirty-nine of us in the class, and. Um, but I guess the votes might have been quite sparse anyway, because if there were lots no, of different people, they, they weren't sparse at all. It was the two guys who were sat either side of me. Really? <laughs> yeah. So I felt they're the ones you persuaded. They're the ones like the really way. persuaded. One of them. <laughs> one of them was a, a fucking mercy vote. Oh no! Um, One guy put his hand up, and the other guy thought, "Oh, I better put mine up." Oh no, we, we had a piece of paper where we both wrote down like the name of the person. Yeah. Uh, gave them marks out of ten for like clarity and the presentation and the effectiveness of the pitch. 
and then you write yes or no. Yeah. Um, and I got two yeses. <laughs> I really want to do a presentation in your class. Why? Or a film idea. I don't know. <laughs> I just want to see how difficult it is. Uh, but the way we've got to do it, though, is like you've got to pitch it in 25 words or less. Um, and so you literally just stand at the front, say a couple of sentences, and that's it. Yeah, pretty much, unless they say, can you, okay, then they ask I you questions. I imagine a PowerPoint it. presentation. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe you have to do that for a feature film, but yeah. not, for, not for these little things. Um, but for this, t- this 10 minute one, I've pretty much got my pitch down to a T. Nice. Um, but you don't like the audience, do you? I'm not a big. Uh, You're I, not a big fan of it. I'm not a big fan of like the. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the pitching process on our course. Yeah. Uh, it does often seem like more of a popularity contest than anything else. Like there's about three or four people who always get their ideas put through, um, and so like I'm just kind of like yeah I'm not too fussed with it but I'm gonna try again for this one. Yeah. Because I've got a pretty good idea and. I think my pitch will be effective enough. I mean, I told it to you earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, may as well tell these good folks. Um, <laughs> the people. The, pe- the, the people who are listening to this utter pile of wank. Um, it's, um, the, it's um, God and the devil come to earth and go to couples therapy to resolve their issues. Actually, wait a minute. Should you have a copyright notice after this? Probably now, yeah. You um, should. But by the time this goes out, um, it'll be done. I'll probably have like we started filming, so not be an issue. But yeah, that's like kind of my pitch idea. Um, I mean, I could, I could, I could pitch like my depressed angel idea, but I really want to make that myself uh, back home in Lincoln. Um, so you're picking on the religious topics. I really am. I've I've gone into a really dark religious place at the moment, and <laughs> I'm completely and utterly not religious. But there's so many aspects of stories you can tell. Just basically, basically there's all about symbols stuff. as well, isn't there? And all that sort of stuff. It's quite mystical. Yeah, I, I like the I, I like the idea of like heaven and hell. I don't believe in it, and if I, if you know if there is a heaven and hell, I know exactly where I'm going. <laughs> Purgatory. No fucking hell, sir. I'm I'm burning. <laughs> I'm taking a pitchfork and a bag of marshmallows. Be careful, God may quote this to you one day. Oh yeah, if I randomly turn up in hell, it's like oh, in heaven. Oh. So um, do you, you remember saying this? Do you remember saying this? Yeah, I do. I knew that podcast would come back and bite <laughs> me in the ass. <laughs> the podcast will bite you. Hmm. Maybe everything else first. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm not allowed to mention the other things because we're not allowed to mention them because of terms and conditions, are we? Oh, oh no, that was on the other website. Like, oh, bestiality. Is bestiality. No, yeah. Uh, well, I'm not going to be fucking a sheep anytime soon. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Mark. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what the hell? And you know, I ain't going to be around any corpses, and I'm pretty sure I won't get a hard on from. Okay, corpse. you don't need to go into detail. John. So necrophilia is out the window. <laughs> Yeah. You know, if you keep trying to defend it, people become suspicious. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Nice. On a completely different topic. It is. Yeah. And I'm from the uh, PR course at the university. This is me. 
from PR. <laughs> There's not really uh, much else to say, really. He's not doing um, his job well here. He's not really. No, he's not I can, really promoting us brilliantly here. My course is brilliant. I'm enjoying it, and but I don't really want to promote a course unless people want me to promote the course. But it's good. You know, I'd recommend it. Uh, <laughs> you recommended it over Lincoln, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because you came here, you didn't go there. That's true. Oh, yeah, I looked at Lincoln University, I looked at it for computer science, and I looked at it for journalism. And journalism was an accident, and that accident got me into public relations. God, can you imagine if Best you'd accident have, I've ever done. If you'd have gone to Lincoln, me and you probably could have still met. <laughs> Maybe. Or, I would have gone to Lincoln, would have never met you, but being in your hometown. Yeah, which would be quite weird. Actually, I probably would have met you in the pub. Probably. <laughs> That's one place. That is like probably one place. Where our lives may cross. <laughs> would be the pub, wouldn't it? It would be, but depending on where you lived, you'd probably have to walk a fair bit to the nearest decent mm. pub. <laughs> but it's quite pricey. Lincoln University is quite odd, because it had the railway line. Go straight go through straight it. Straight through it, yeah. And everything's really close by, actually, because I remember the supermarket's just over the road. And when I was there... Morris, I was like, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, it's odd, because I was standing looking at all the accommodation and everything, I was like, mm, if I came to this university, I wouldn't really need to, you know, walk anywhere. Because no, everything's so close by. The supermarkets, the train, everything's kind of sort you're of... You're pretty, you're pretty much... like a bubble. You're, just, you're pretty much in the middle of town as well, there. As well. Mm. Um, I, I, know, I know the Lincoln University quite well, because um, my ex-girlfriend went there. Yeah. Or goes there. I don't know if she's still there. I'm not sure. I don't keep up tabs with her. Um... And she lived right where you were talking about, like that kind yeah. of street villagey place. It's really good because it's all, it's all stairs and bridges, isn't it? Yeah. Not yeah. um, so very attractive, though. I spent, uh, it's not, but I've spent a lot of time in that yeah. area. Um, I used to love my little walks over to Morrison's. <laughs> and there's a McDonald's just down the road as well. Oh, so my if goodness. I, if, I had a, if I'd had enough of the, the missus for a while, I'd run off to McDonald's and sit in there for about half an hour waiting for my meal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I looked into Lincoln University a few years back when I first went to university. Mm. And I really wasn't interested in it. But plus, it's where you live as well. Yeah. Everyone says their home universities are shite. That's what everyone says, seriously. Everyone, their local university is really rubbish. Oh, no, I... people living in the area. I gave it a shot when I first... You actually gave it a shot. I did local, give it a shot. Um, your local uni. My local uni. Actually, I gave it a shot twice. The first time I applied to uni, I um, applied for one course. It was a film course, and didn't get in because they, um, they decided to cancel the course. For some reason. Well, you applied and they cancelled. They cancelled the course. They were like, I think it was pretty much like a, a case of. That's like, a bit of a kick, isn't it? That's. <laughs> I think they were like, right, the fat boy. What no, did you he, apply for? Uh, it was a, a digital film course kind of thing. It, I didn't even look at it properly. I just saw filmmaking kind of esque thing. Yes, I'll do that. Yeah. Um. But I ended up going to Nottingham Trent instead and doing English and media, which I hated. Whoa, wait a minute. Nottingham Trent? Yeah. Is that Nottingham University? Is that completely different? Completely different. There's two universities in Nottingham. My Holly, my housemate. My Holly. My Holly. Is she your Holly? Yes. <laughs> he went to Nottingham University, didn't like it there and left. Oh. So actually, you've both been to the universities, different universities in Nottingham, didn't like it and left. That's really odd. That is quite odd. Um, 
I was really thinking about going into the Nottingham University to look really great. Supposedly not in as well. How did it look? Because I never looked at that one. It was good. To be fair, I never looked at Nottingham Trent. I just saw an English course and a media course, and I thought, yeah, I'll do that one. It's close to home. <laughs> See, I, when I, I was looking at loads of universities, and I went all over the country. Really? Yeah, seriously, all over the country. The, I think the furthest I ever went was um, it was Lancaster. I think I've been to. Th- I think I've done three open days at. No, actually, no, I've only done two open days at university. At universities. First one was um, Leeds Trinity and All Saints. Mm. Um, and I really wanted to go there. That was actually the one that I really, really, really wanted to go to. And they had the. This was like back when I was doing my A levels. Yeah. And they wanted really low marks from me. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, 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 you can come in with like 160 odd points. And I'm like, oh, great, I can do that. And Nottingham Trent wanted like 200 odd. And I, yeah. I managed, I barely, I just scraped the uh, criteria for um, Trinity and All Saints. Uh, I didn't hear anything from them. Yeah. And Nottingham Trent, I basically put as my first choice. And Trinity and All Saints was my insurance. Excuse me. Oh, um, <laughs> this is the caliber of conversation that we have. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. These trends in all sense, they wanted really low marks from me, which I got. Yeah, I made sure of it. Uh, not even Trent wanted like two hundred and sixty, and I was nowhere near two hundred and sixty. I was like at least a hundred off. Yeah. And the next day, I was like, you know. I'm into the one I want to go to. Yeah, didn't hear from them at all. Next day, Nottingham Trent University letter comes through the door, says, right, you have... you Congratulations, you are now in our, in our university. Just reply to this letter saying yes or no. I'm like, well, the other one didn't say anything, so yes, I will yeah. go with you. Um, biggest mistake of my life. Well, one of my biggest mistakes of my life. It's always in hindsight, isn't it? You never, mm. never know what's going to happen. I, I found it really stressful because at, at the moment I'm looking for jobs and stuff because I'm doing a sandwich year course, so I take my third year out. Um, but I, I think the next stressful thing next to that was actually getting the university places to really? get you. Yeah, seriously, because I, I, I was really lucky. All the university I applied for, the five of them, all five came through as yes. Really? Seriously, and that's actually the worst case scenario. I mean, it sounds stupid to say so, because you pick five universities and all say yes, but then you've got the really awful decision of actually deciding which university out of the five you want to go to. <laughs> it's, it's. And you picked this one? Yeah, my first choice of university, so I was looking at PR, I, the first choice one was um, this university, so I got my first choice. The second choice one was Bournemouth University for public relations. Yeah. Um, I think the PR course was set up by the same person, but uh, they wanted more UCAS points, but I put the second, uh, which is a bit odd. But yeah. I, my teacher said, you know, you can't do that. You can't put your second choice with more UCAS points. I was like, well, I want to go to the University of Gloucestershire more than I want to go to Bournemouth. So, so uh, We are in no way promoting the University of Gloucestershire here. <laughs> yeah. And we're not demoting. We're not demoting any of the universities. <laughs> oh, the other ones either. This is just personal choice. <laughs> it is personal choice. Um, my first proper... And then the, the second open day I ever did was here. Yeah. Um, which was quite cool. And Why did you choose this place? I chose this... You, you'd have looked around Pitbull campus. <laughs> okay, the reason I kind of... Uh, I, I found this course through a friend of mine, Erin, who's also here now. 
and she said so we were pretty much both looking for the same kind of thing we wanted a very hands-on course and she's like look i found this one like really hands-on editing and like really hands-on filmmaking so and she showed me and i'm like oh yeah so then that's the, what you want though isn't it if you're gonna do filmmaking yeah do it's, it. it's not don't I mean, read about it trust me you can't yeah, you can you can pick up tips and stuff, but you need to really sit. You need to go out and you need to do it. This is this you know one of the other things. It's like there's this belief at university that you can sit down with a book and learn everything you need to know. Bullshit. It's absolute rubbish. I mean, at, for instance, at the moment, like with filming, it's like events management. I'm arranging a social media event in Cheltenham, which I'm, I'm filming. Yes, he's filming. It. I'm filming it. It'll be on YouTube. Uh, but I've never arranged an event before. It's going really well so far. But I've learnt throughout doing it. Like, I've done things that I did wrong, so I corrected myself. And I've kind of... You know, it's kind of um, learning by failing. That sort of thing. Learned Which by, I've, yeah. Uh, error. Or I yeah. can't really Trial and error. Trial and error. I, always, I find the best way to learn is trial and error. Mm. And it's... You know, I don't oh, think I don't think anyone on my course can really sit down. Well, you can't. Anyone can sit down and read about events management. But when you get down you to the nitty gritty and you're doing it, yeah, yeah, fair enough. You can read about it. If I read about it, I probably would be more organised with doing things. But it, you know, mm. it doesn't mean you're excellent at events management. No, I found the exact same thing with um, filmmaking when um, cause I did a college course in back in Lincoln in media. And through that, I ended up making uh, my first film called Hometown. Yeah. In which I'm no way going to promote because it's a pile of crap. <laughs> Michael will vouch for me on that one. That's all right. <laughs> but for a first attempt at a film, at making a film, you know, you can't really kind of say, oh, the guy's going nowhere. Because it was like the first thing that I'd ever really done. And, you know, Looking back on doing that, and then the, I've made a film over the summer. I'm still, well, I'm still kind of making. It. I'm just waiting for the music at the moment. Mm. Um, so yeah, where were we? Um, yeah, I was talking about split. Um, well, yeah, you can definitely tell as from from the way the split's done and the way hometown's done. You can definitely tell that you know, based on the hands-on experience, I have completely and utterly grown as a filmmaker. Even even if it's only a little bit. That's yeah, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like trial and error. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, sorry about that. We just got randomly interrupted. <laughs> we did. I don't know if there's a break or anything in the sound. I have no idea what will happen yet. <laughs> it, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's a first go. So, um, but yeah, we've pretty much hit the end of our uh, twenty-five minutes. It's unbelievable! Um, that was quick. I know it really went quick. Um, so yeah, um, next show gonna be bit different this was just like get to know you kind of thing so yeah uh thank you for listening i'm johnny orm i'm michael white thank you very much for listening to our very relaxed show and this was shooting it and we'll see you next week